Basically, what I think I've learned is what you don't deal with will come back and bite you. <laughs> and it yeah. will affect your relationships with other people. If you have kids, it's going to affect them. So my goal has been to stop the cycle right here mm -hmm. and to show my daughter that, you know, there are different ways of doing things. And I certainly haven't been the perfect parent, but I did my best. You know, I continue to give her feedback on whatever I'm up to because it, it gives her permission to go and get help. For sure. And like one thing that has currently affected me in the last few years was something that I didn't realize even was a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and actually, it was three years ago that I realized it was a thing. I had a problem with money, like money was dirty. Oh, uh, yes, I, I see what you're saying. It, so I kind of got rid of it, overspent. You know, we can put that in brackets, overspent. And my money archetype is nurturer. So it means that I spend money to take care of people. So I did that after retiring from teaching by overspending on training and things and flying off here and there. Anyway, about three years ago, I was at a retreat. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember how it even came about, but I suddenly realized where my relationship with money went awry. And it was when I was about 14, we had a general store and there was a man who used to come in there and buy groceries. He had like eight or 10 youngsters and his <laughs> wife was really nice and all that. But every time he passed by me mm -hmm. as I was working in the store, he'd make lewd comments mm -hmm. about my body, but what he'd like to do to my body, etc. So I was really upset and I went to my mother who spoke to my father and he said, can't do anything about that because he spends a lot of money here. Mm. Now, from my father through the work I've done I'm not angry at my father anymore mm -hmm. he was doing the best he could to put food on the table and pay for things mm -hmm. but what he didn't realize he did was he set me up for the better part of my lifetime thus far thinking that you know money was more important than me yes and it, it has played out that way in parts of my life that were quite damaging mm -hmm. but when i had that realization a few years ago i kind of went oh and i've done some extra work like you can find online courses mcgill university has a free financial course that you can just go on and do it's like eight parts mm -hmm. to better understand finances so when i discover something like that i kind of go okay what do i do about it and now I'm kind of going, woohoo. Yeah, I got a mound of debt. You watch me hold my beer while I get rid of this. It's going to take a few years, but I'm, I'm actually, it's a little bit warped, but I'm a bit excited about it. <laughs> well, when you're facing a fear and finding empowerment instead of feeling intimidated, yeah. you know, and a whole other thing comes up and it's scary and uncomfortable and you want to avoid, you know, being able to, instead of having that skeleton in the closet, it's yeah. like, no, I don't have anything to hide now. I'm going to tackle this. There is a window. There's an opportunity. There is a way. And I can do this. Is yeah. You know, sometimes I think, especially from, um, I guess, society and, you know, the man would kind of be the financial person or take care of those things. And I think as part of women's evolution and us knowing our worth is that we are capable of doing those things. Yeah. And there's, there's ways to learn about it. 
And we mm. should not have any shame for things that we're just uneducated on or that, yeah. you know, we have associated with a false belief that runs deep. So these are at roots, but they can be pulled out and we can exactly. learn new ways because behavior can change. Thoughts can change. Habits can change. I have this pin. It says, <laughs> we can all get better because we're not dead yet. That's one Great. of my models. That and is such a good yeah. one too. <laughs> Thanks it's for sharing that. Model because, you know, people think, oh my God, I can't do that. Well, you can. It may not be easy, but the minute you decide to do it, that's what it's all about is you have to have a vested interest in having that change happen. Right. So once you decide to change it, then you can start to look for resources. Then you start to build your toolbox mm -hmm. and it will happen. Yeah. So getting out of our comfort zone and surround and giving ourselves the opportunity to surround ourselves with new ideas, new ways, new, new people, people yeah. to infuse that new way because i think it's it's a, a sort of like the idea of uh, immersion you know if we're so immersed yeah. in one way of doing things yeah. and we we want to bring change we want to get ourselves out of this you kind of do have that little bit of immersion thing to take you the other way yeah you know, so you start off with infusing yourself with these new things, you know, and, and keep it going because it's not just a one-time thing. As you mentioned, and, you have your, yeah. your daily routines that all support the body, mind, and spirit because one affects the other. And, and uh, the other thing is to be discerning about who we talk to about it. Not that you're hiding anything, but yeah. for example, I had a very good friend and I'd go for a walk with her. And as soon as I'd start to talk about the stuff that I was so excited about, Mm -hmm. on a spiritual level she cut me right off and changed the conversation and it wasn't fun anymore it was like right i needed to find i felt like i had done something wrong and actually she was with me the very first time i meditated and i saw blue purple light and blue and all this and i'd never meditated before i was like holy smack and we left and i told her what happened she said uh i don't think that's how it works and it uh, shut me down for years. It shut right, me down. Right, right. Until like I got into this illness and I realized that there was something called energy and that right. uh, the physical body is often the last. That's it, right. It is the last frontier because it's what's going on out here and what's going on in here mm -hmm. that can generate stress in particular. Oh, yeah. Put you down the road. And that's that's the biggest thing i think that we have to deal with right on a daily basis and in the 90s i think it was i shut off the tv i was one of those people who lay awake at night i come from a really long line of worriers okay like bona fide i'm sure they had certificates in worrying and of course i'd lie there at night like oh my god right in china isn't oh that something God. though when you get a little bit of time then things start to process and download <laughs> oh my stars so at one point i don't know if it was suggested to me by a counselor or something i don't know but i thought i can't do this anymore even now i watch the news maybe once a week mm -hmm. enough to keep informed but i'm not constantly getting that yes that news yeah. and one thing that people can do themselves a huge favor with is don't have the TV on in the background all day long. Mm -hmm. Because 
it's just filling you and your children and everybody else with anxiety because yeah. it's a little you know, bit of a brainwashing thing i find it's just i got a repeat on repeat and repeat and it's yeah it gets into our nervous system and when yes. things are so you know like that song that may be going on in the kitchen while you're doing your cooking and then later on it just pops up so yeah. I, I'm on with you with that. Like you got to be careful what you surround yourself by. And if things are going to be on, yeah. put something on that's helpful. That's, yes. you know, helping you get to where you want to go, not keeping you, yeah. you know, repeating and the same you know, cycle over and over again. Yeah. So it could be a podcast. It could be meaningful music. It could be some of the binaural beats, the, the music that you can play that actually affects your vibration. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's there's so much that we could be listening to besides the news. And let's face it, it's not news. Usually it's the same thing, like you said. Exactly. And it's sensationalized, you know. Yeah. With uh, social media, we're, we're getting stuff all the yeah. time. So yeah. um, I do need to uh, get a beautiful recap from you because we are running out of time and I know we could talk about this, yeah. uh, you know, for a long time because we both have come to helping others by what we've learned to help ourselves. So what would you give our listeners as the main change or something from your own personal story? What would you like to give as a takeaway as a change maker? Well, there's a couple of things. One is every crisis, every bad thing that happens to you can be a learning experience. And it seems really crappy, pardon the language, at the time. But if you can learn from that experience and create boundaries that you need to prevent it from happening again, and it might happen again, stuff happens, we're alive, you know. The other thing is stress is the biggest thing that people need to watch out for because by being stressed all the time, we're in fight or flight. We've got cortisol coursing through our bodies. It damages so much of our bodies and it's not helping us in any way, shape or form, unless you're trying to run away from a rabid dog. Then it comes in handy. That's right. And a little bit of stress can motivate you, but if you're constantly going around, you know, stressed right out, you're not doing yourself any favors. Right. That's true. And you, you can build resilience. Yes. And there are tools that you don't have to have gadgets for, you know, breathing, that kind of thing. Stuff that is with you wherever you go because it's part of you. That's the most useful tools I think that people can use can learn so that they can survive. <laughs> That's and right. Thrive. And the breath. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. I think for a long time, so many cultures and so many, you know, we, we do need to pull out the survival tools. But that mm -hmm. is just like you mentioned for that, you know, to get us through the real tough, but to make that normalize and just keep yeah. on surviving. That's, yeah, that's not living. No, if you make it a practice, it's like I teach my clients all the time, things like hand reflexology and breathing. And I say to them, make it a practice every day yeah. so that when the crisis comes up, you're not going, <gasps> what do I have to do? What do I have to do? Yeah. You know what to do automatically because right. you've already practiced it. And it did that too takes time to build your skill with that kind of thing. That's so right. that's a good reason to do it on a daily basis.
And there's lots yes. of YouTube videos. If you don't know a person who can help you, just look up breathing techniques for anxiety and or hand reflexology or whatever it might be. There's tons of stuff out there. Or come see Pam or me. That's right. So Joan is a, well, I, I'd like to highlight that you uh, created voluntarily Healing NL, which is uh, a resource, a directory of practitioners in natural health all around our province. And Joan has a number of modalities that she offers herself. So she retired from teaching and went into uh, another form of helping others. And I really see that this is you in your nurturing way, but, you know, also making sure that you have your boundaries and to not drain yourself, (laughs) as sometimes us nurturers tend to do. So it's, it's all a practice and we're all humans on this experience. And we really can learn from each other. And it takes a village. I'm so glad to have you in my village. And same for you. I'm really (laughs) glad. I'm so proud to know you, Pam, because what you're doing, that, like I said, this series is so important for people. And the work that you do is so important. Thank you. Well, likewise, you know, when we all get together and share the tools and to me, it's community over competition. The more information that we get out there uh, and the more that we normalize all these holistic ways of helping us stay clean, take out those false beliefs and go from surviving to thriving, you know, the better our entire globe is going to be. Exactly. Thank you so much. That's right. That's right. Um, I really do appreciate you coming on and sharing your personal stories because not everybody is in a, in a place to do that. Yeah. And it's, it's emotional. It's very personal. So uh, I really appreciate that. And please know that you are helping. You've helped me and many, many others. And now with this, uh, when I release this, you will be uh, helping even more. So you are doing a wonderful job. (laughs) (laughs) It's my total pleasure and my passion. Nothing makes me happier. So I know I'm on the right path. And I also know I'm on the right path because I also can say no now. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That is so it. And that's a big thing. It is a big thing. We're worth so much more. Do the work, everybody. It's worth it. It's the most important job you'll ever do. Yeah. In the end, you, you only have you. I mean, you know. You can have other people, but you're the person who's going to be with you for the rest of your time. The most important relationship is the one you have with yourself, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much once again. Okay. And I'll put up some contact info for you so that if anybody wants to see what you have to offer, and there's so many wonderful things, and I'll put a link to Healing NL. Um, Yeah. So thanks again. Okay. Enjoy. Thank you. Bye-bye.